Hey, you all, a special thank you to our amazing and growing Patreon.com patrons. Andrea, Barbara, Diane, Erica, Stephanie, Susie, Terry, Anna, Jenny, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes, my eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon.com, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. And if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on Patreon.com forward slash The Workroom Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. The link is also in the show notes. Now let's get to it. I'm so excited to go to Hershey's. It's chocolate. And how can you not want to make things with that sort of like magic, magic, magic? I was like, great, we can make out of candy. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Arinez, and I never leave the house without my arm swimmies. And I'm Nayland, and I will fight ten bears for a piece of silver vinyl. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Welcome back, Nayland. <laughs> Hi. So glad to have you back in the workroom, and I'm so glad that it falls on this episode, <laughs> so we can just kind of talk about that uh, this unconventional challenge that we will be venturing into. Mm-hmm. And um, listeners, thank you so much for joining us once again um, on our vintage journey through season four. We are hitting on episode six. And just to remind everyone that you can keep in touch with us through Gmail at in the workroom at gmail.com on Instagram at the workroom podcast on Facebook. If you're still doing that, uh, facebook.com forward slash the workroom. And um, yeah, that's where we have a, a really great community of listeners who are sharing articles and um, a lot of like, Tim Gunn has been popping up all over the place. So mm. we've been um, listing that there. So that's uh, also where I drop the cheat sheet, but I also drop the cheat sheet in our show notes. So you'll have access to that there. And as for our Patreons, Patreon patrons, we are dropping bonus episodes and venturing into the wonderful vintage world of the fashion journalist, Elsa Clinch. And bonus number two, is up on that patreon um so if you are a patreon patron go to there and become or if you're not and you would like access to those episodes you can go to patreon.com the link to that is also in the show notes and just to sort of give you a synopsis um patricia and i are uh we go into how elsa clinch is grunging it up at the new york fashion week 1993 actually i think it's yes fashion week 93 and we also talk about our segment on Gianni Versace and blonde baby Michael Kors. So, <laughs> so yeah. We live for your input, so be in touch. Yay. All right. So let's continue um, down this Project Runway Road for season four. And this show opens up in Gotham City Apartments 
we've lost a couple of people. So mm-hmm. last week we lost Jack and then Stephen who refused to do something um, also got let go and we open on Kevin because Kevin is alone. Stephen was Kevin's last roommate and and Kevin opens basically saying like, yeah, so uh, my buddy Stephen was asked to leave and I was like, do you mean eliminated? Mm. <laughs> he was eliminated guy. Um and he refers to Steven as his cubicle buddy, which is so interesting because it's like, yeah, no, I don't know him. He's gone now. So yeah. and then next we have room 33H, which is everyone's still there. So that's that's Christian Siriano, Chris, um, Chris March, who is back. Um, Rami's in there. Ricky's in there. And we have Christian Siriano doing a good riddance Steven routine on a couch, just lounging, mm. lounging. Because his whole thing is just Stephen got eliminated because he chose not to use one ugly dress and then made a whole new ugly dress. So that's, you know, that's how Christian's going on in there. Because we're sort of getting into how, um, you know, Christian is becoming the flying gnat that we know him to be today. He's just yes. slowly evolving into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Um, and also we go to the ladies room. They're still here. Not many of, not too many of them have been eliminated. So, you know, they're, they're still around. That's it. Um, okay. So it's time to go to the runway with Heidi where, um, she intros a challenge wearing a black generic dress this week. So Mm -hmm. again, since we are back in, you know, project runway one point Bravo, where we did have this off, shoot with the models where it's a competition for them as well and the winner the winning model paired with the winning designer gets a spread in l magazine and all the models are wearing basically just heidi lookalike clothes <laughs> yeah i mean i i i sort of wrote down model choice and i've lost interest and i think the show has too yeah i mean it's like there there really is so little um attempt to differentiate between the models yeah at this point it, they're really because people keep choosing one model lee i think because i thought it was leah but i think her name is lee mm. because since christian won last <laughs> week he gets to pick first and he chooses lee and lee goes um why did i choose lee i mean like she's the top model she's so cute like, she's what? the top model she's which i which which i guess she's one of the best so that's why i picked her she's one of the best ones yeah. So that's why I picked her. Yeah. And and we also get a lot of silent, like, I'm so sorry. And it's okay. Don't worry between him and his previous model, I which know. is like ultra high school. I mean, you they know, all it's do like, that. I'm sorry. Like, I just, oh, it's, I like you. I think you're so pretty. You're so, you're yeah. so pretty. Please understand. I just have to hang out with the cool kids. This yeah. is my chance. Everyone like <laughs> likes this girl. And so I'm going to sit at her table and like, yeah. You know, I'll be your friend, but like, you know, in the summer or something when right, no one can see right. us. <laughs> right. I still love you. You're great. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> because he gets so, you know, because last week, I think the previous weeks where someone has chosen another model, their models, the ones that they did not choose or choose again, were all eliminated. Mm. And this happens to again with Rami, who... um chooses someone else like oh yeah i also have to change up so um i'm picking sam who is 
a redhead. That's how we distinguish her from his right. She model is, the, is blonde. the redhead. Yes. And the his blonde model is one of the models who gets eliminated and when she's walking off like bye everyone he's like rubbing his face as if there are tears there there are no Mm. tears (laughs) no 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 um yeah anyway it's just sort of this and also i noticed that there are two black models and one gets eliminated so this week two models have to go home since last week was with the women who had lost weight so they didn't use their regular models so you got to get rid of two. And then, you know, one of the two got eliminated with Rami's model. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. The other big news here is that Sweet Pea is, for once, not chosen last. Exactly. That is that is kind of big news. I, 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 mean, I mean, she treats it like it is. Yeah, because it's so stressful for her because it's, oh, my God, I, I, it's all on my shoulders. I have to let someone go. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's my fault because I'm the last to choose in the button bag. Um, but it also is uncanny to me that almost every single button bag uh, thing, she is chosen last. So, um, yes. yeah, yeah. But not this week. Yay. Um, and she chooses Katie. So I just, I don't, I don't know why I wrote their, their names down. But I, cho- I chose, uh, she, she chooses a Katie. Um, Good on you. I can, I, I mean, I cannot I keep really them try hard, Nalen. <laughs> I'm like, there are people too. <laughs> this is why you rule the roost. Because I just can't. I mean, it's, it is... It's barely there, I'll say. But, you know, it's nothing like the latter years when we have, like, a lyrics. I mean, it's not yeah. where, where they're worth remembering. I'm like, oh, no. Ugh. Yeah, well, what a difference between last week and these days, right? Right. I mean, you guys did a really good job of, like, pointing out how completely odious last week was oh, with all of that. You know, just... This it was not that long ago that the only way that um, differences in size could be discussed is if they were like some horrifying thing that had to be triumphed over. Right. Exactly. You know, I it was and um, the idea of like all those women being reduced to a set of numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was. Uh, yeah. That was, it's like, painful. Yeah, Kiki, 56. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's, if it's not your age, then it's how much weight you lost. Right. Um, yeah. So, um, right. you know, that's ver- that's a long, very long from uh, from Queen Lyris. No. Yep. Um, check out her Instagram, guys. Um, she is thriving. Um, so good. Queen. All right. So, Heidi... Pulls a Heidi, where she goes, designers, do you want your challenge? And they go, yes, mm-hmm. Heidi, yes. She goes, not yet, everyone, as per usual. <laughs> yes. Her only clue to them is like, you have an early morning tomorrow. And, you know, instantly just, you know, chills shot through my body because I'm like, do we have to see them getting up before the sun is on the horizon? Yes, we do. So mm. <laughs> cut to the next morning. We're in the Gotham City Apartments. It's yes. 6 a.m. And um, Tim is already in a suit without right. a tie, though, because it's 6 a.m. So I guess that's yes. daytime Tim. 
and uh, a knocks on a door. Kit opens it, and she's in her jammies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So basically, Tim is going around waking up all the designers in various states of wake and undress. Um, He he knocks on 33H. 33H is the only uh, room's number that I will no because this one they showed but 33h ricky brings a comforter to the door and i'm pretty sure it's because he's not wearing any pants <laughs> yeah probably um and tim comes all the way into their apartment and we have we hear a groggy chris march go is that tim gun in our apartment where are your footsies where are yeah. your jam jams tim um yeah, they're basically just kind of all a mess, but essentially yeah. they're getting up really early and I don't really understand the point of this other than it's it's to be it's to have a little bit of fun. And and perhaps they asked him like Tim, what do you want your call time to be for tomorrow? And he goes 6 a.m. You're giving me well, the choice. I, I mean, I I think there is a practical reason too, but Yeah. But yeah, they are oh, you know, they're, you know, they're all super early yeah. and um, since Jack has been eliminated, Kevin is forced to do shirtless duty uh. <laughs> um, and answer the door without a shirt. Um, and, uh, and and he just grunts. I was impressed that he was already brushing his teeth. Well, you know, here's the thing. Like, how do you... I mean, when you think about, like, having crews in all of the apartments... Mm-hmm. Like in order for in order for to shoot this Tim knocks on the door thing, you have to have <coughs> sorry, you have to have a crew with Tim. Mm-hmm. You have to have a crew in the apartment. Right. Do we think that the crew in the apartment is just pretending not to to get B roll and does not and is trying not to let any of the designers know that that Tim is coming? Yeah. You know, that's or, what I was thinking, because there are some people yeah. who are fully still in bed and, you know, Christian, Christian. Yeah, he was. That was me. That that's me. Yeah. <laughs> and still in bed at 6 a.m. Um, yeah. And I also was me. That's a good point. Do you think maybe some of them are I guess maybe you can't do that. You can't room with them. What if what if what if there's a crew that just sleeps in the apartments with them? I I mean I think there has to be like a call sheet maybe yeah where it's like every morning the crew like the crew has keys they're going to come over and start to do setups right at like you know a certain hour every day yes like maybe like you know five thirty they're going to be in there doing doing setup. And um, so that, you know, they can pick up on all those moments of juicy gossip should they happen to occur around breakfast time. Right, right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Huh. And also, I guess, you know, it's it's that far into the show that maybe they're just also used to them being around. You know, they're like flies on well, the walls. Yeah, I think they have to be at this point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so now I get it just popped into my head why they had to get up so early. Now that we're talking <laughs> actually about the projection. Yeah. Because so the designers 
leave for, and I put in my notes, God knows where. They're just walking on the street. Right. Um, walking through Midtown. And then they get to Times Square and Tim just turns around and is like, you're here. And people are like, okay, there's so much to look at because it's Times Square. But they're actually going to the Hershey's chocolate store. And so it's like, oh, great. And what I loved is that um, Jillian, who's, you know, adorable. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, are we going to dress a musical of some sort? <laughs> well, like, also, you can tell that Tim has never had kids <laughs> because um, because Jillian goes uh, while they're walking, like, are we going to be there soon? And, and Tim goes, well, I, 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 um, uh, well, we uh, are, well, well, we're no, we'll, we'll all find out together. Exactly. He's like, I'm whereas, not supposed to talk about that yet. Mm, whereas keep your mouth any shut parent down. would just be like, I'll tell you when we are. Yeah, it's like, like you're going to love it. It's going to be yeah. great when we get there. Yeah, we're just like, <laughs> yeah. And, I'll, and, I, and as I thought, because she was like, oh, are we going to dress a musical of some sort? And I was like, Jillian, this isn't 2012 on the Lifetime yeah. channel. <laughs> like, not yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't do that on Bravo yet. Um, yeah, I actually, because I thought about that. I, because it really was like, what are, where are we? What do we do? It's, you're in Times Square. And I think I would have thought that they were going to dress one of the street performers out there. Like, perhaps like, I, you know, the Naked Cowboy or <laughs> Elmo or Spider Man. Just you know, the list goes on and on. Yeah, you can find <laughs> someone that's iconic to Times Square and put some clothes on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, it's a Hershey's candy store, and um, Elisa starts jumping up and down. She's so yes. happy. Yes, genuinely happy. Yes, it's just pure joy she's like oh my god candy actually yeah she's the most happy i I think and all of them are pretty pretty um happy that they're just like oh my god let's this is you know candy this is so great what what could be better Mm -hmm. than this (laughs) um right except for christian Christian. well cut to cut to elisa going like this is so magical who wouldn't want to be part of this wonderful experience (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, smash cut to Christian going like, I guess we have to make stuff out of candy. Yuck. Ugh. It's like, <laughs> oh, God. Really? Are you just some miserable little spray? Yes. Like, all yes, the time. Yes. Even this makes you upset. Like, at least you just can get some free chocolate. You don't know what the challenge is going to be. Don't freak out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, look, nobody is ever as world weary as a 24 year old. <laughs> you know, be, your frontal lobe is still swimming <laughs> separate from the rest of your brain out there. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough until you get to 25. Aww. So, yeah. It's <laughs> you know, so we get um, everybody goes inside. Yes. And, um, and, you know, this is why we had to get up early because. <laughs> We this was obviously going to be shot before the store opened yes. for the day, yes. so that they could get things reset. Yes, that is correct. That is very um, rational, logical. That is the thing. <laughs> I completely <laughs> did not think about that because you know I'm thinking it's so crazy because I'm like it's 2007. Times Square was typically empty at 
relatively empty to the way it is now, but they had to probably be out there at 7 a.m. Yeah. way before rush hour. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but they get in there and they're meeting this woman with Tim. So she comes out of nowhere. Her name is Michelle Gleckler. And God bless you. She's in an <laughs> for noting that. And her title is in charge a person at Hershey's Times Square. I don't know. <laughs> they didn't give her they didn't give her title. I was just like, okay. And um I think she, this is before the phrase brand ambassador had been coined. Yes. I you know that I, I feel like that's an appropriate title for her to have. I have a feeling that she's she was probably like the CMO, you know, chief marketing officer or something before they, you know, yes. put that stuff up. Because she spoke it, like a chief marketing officer. Yeah, and her teeth look flawless and gleaming. Because she's like, listen, I'm going to be on television. I've got to bleach the heck out of these things. Oh, I think it's also like, look, you you are going to be speaking to America about candy. <laughs> <laughs> She's, so it's like fix that toothless grin, Michelle. It's a, it was adorable last week, but no, now it's serious. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think that was the case. I think that's part of like getting that job is that you have a dazzling smile. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like we don't want to call any attention to the ingredients, mainly potential, sugar, potential dental problems. Yeah, and what they might do to your teeth. Um, yeah, and I, I, I actually, it's so funny because I think she hit her lines um, as -hmm. if she also hired, like I I just imagine her, she hired an acting coach to help her get through these three lines and she hit them flawlessly because she was like, the sweetest place in New York surrounding you is all sorts of delicious brands to make your designs. And then we have Tim, he's like, you don't have a budget, but you have five minutes. Right. (laughs) So essentially, they they get to okay. This is an unconventional challenge. Right. They get dance to grab as monkeys. much as they want. Wait, say it again. I said dance for us monkeys. I know. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Five minutes. Just you know, I feel like it's a that's a that's so little time. It just puts the fear of God in you. And you know, they're like, we got to get y'all out here. It's seven o'clock. You need to be out by seven fifteen. That's it. That's all we have for you guys, or something like that. Um, yeah. but on top of that, they, they learn that they only have one day to complete the task. So until that night, they will not be going to mood. Um, and then they're off and the clown music begins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Run around, grab things, stuff things in bags. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, one thing that stuck out to me here was Rami's posture. I've mm-hmm. never noticed how amazing his posture is and it, it's never been so inappropriate because him <laughs> running through a candy store when Victoria and Elisa and Kit and all these other, they're they're like screaming and laughing and and prancing. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever I don't think I've seen Victoria that happy on the show. Just people are just gleeful and you have Rami just just perfect just you know mm-hmm. perpendicular to the floor and um, but also that we have two singular people. We have Christian and Jillian. So Christian is like Reese's peanut butter cups. I'm only getting those. And then Jillian mm-hmm. is like Twizzlers. I'm only using those. And then we have Chris March, who's 
I'm, I'm, you know, I would have loved for them to feature him a little bit more here because this finally, finally we get to the unconventional challenge. And um, I have a feeling that Chris was probably very subdued for this because he was like, listen, I, I'm the person for this. And I know right. through experience that if we only have a day, do not use anything edible. Don't do anything yeah. too crazy. I'm going to grab pillows. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, and also I just, uh, yeah, it just, it was just great. So they're done with their five minutes and, um, they're about to leave. And then Michelle Glecker yells at them, have a sweet day, because that was the other line that she just had to get in there. Um, yeah. Jillian struggles (laughs) Mm -hmm. for someone who just got Twizzlers. (laughs) She got a lot of backup stuff. Yeah. And she, uh, yeah, Rami is like sort of kicking stuff, like has st- like five full bags, but is also like kicking a pile of things towards the door. Yeah. Like, what are the rules? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like that all kind of went out the window, but basically production just picked it up at the end and, you know, yes. drove it to, to the workroom. Yeah. Essentially. But man, she said, so, because Jillian dropped a gigantic bag a Twizzler is like the, it was, you know, I would say maybe like two feet by by maybe like three feet by two feet. But that's what yeah. they sell there. I don't think that those are actually Twizzlers. I think it was this pillow oh. um, uh, that was like a like transparent vinyl oh. with like stuffed Twizzlers inside. OK, never mind, because I was like, whoa, this is sort of the Costco for Twizzlers. Yeah, a bunch of people used that. I mean, there were like big giant things of candy in there as well, but but I think that um but but a number of people used that Twizzlers vinyl pack. Okay. Huh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Um so we we get back to the workroom and we get the flash it's you know tim comes in and announces you have 13 hours until the end of the day and oh man they're having such a great time um mm-hmm. kit pistol cuts out a circle off of her kit cat and puts kit on her chest mm-hmm. um jillian's open up giant chocolate thingies and you know they're they're feeding kevin like a like a, like train a seal, seal. <laughs> yeah and um yeah, because in my it's I I don't it hasn't dawned on them yet that you know it they only have thirteen hours for this, but um it's time to get to work. So our singular people go at it. So um, that's what when I wrote about them in my notes. So we have Jillian and and Christian again very using very limited or not limited minimal materials, mm-hmm. and uh, Jillian Jillian starting to figure out her bodice and how she's going to. Um, uh, structure her clothes around these just these Twizzlers, and then Christian is, you know, yeah. I'm a genius. I have just, a strong well, style. <laughs> Let me just say that mm-hmm. what does Jillian do that I, um, that that I warned people about, um, earlier on. Jillian. Oh no. Jillian picks like a long, thin thing. Oh yeah. For, for, for an unconventional challenge. 
It's like, don't pick rope or chain or strands of beads or Twizzlers. Like, you can't cover a lot of area with something that is in strips. It always trips people up. Yes. (laughs) And on top of that, it's, it's, you know, it's plastic, essentially edible plastic, but not not great at, at, at adhering to a surface. <laughs> and I love how, for instance, Sweet Pea um, approaches Chris and is like, oh, Chris, do you think this will stick? He's like, always do a test. That's what I always do. <laughs> Just test yeah, it and see if it works. Because I, then I wondered about Jillian. I'm like, did you test that? Did you even, before no. you started it, did you figure out what actually would hold that together? No, she didn't. No. No. Yeah. Sweet Pea is is, however, breaking up crockery. Yes. <laughs> and and trying to adhere that to the waistband of her dress. Christian is so excited about his um the texture of the the cups of his Reese's pieces. Meanwhile, he's like like you know, abundanza with the glue. Like <laughs> Like so much craft glue, so much. I mean, using to adhere every single one of these these like mini Reese's cups things. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, it's kind of uh, efficient. Chris is sewing away like crazy. Yeah, like has a clear idea and is just executing. Yeah, percent. And it's sort of like he and. Chris really loves what he what he's making. He's just like, oh my gosh, you know, it's just a Steven Sprouse thing. It's just so oh. amazing. It's great. Um, yes, this and this is also I'll point out this is pre before the times where Tim and and Heidi scolded the designers for using too much fabric like materials. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, I'm also thinking looking at this I'm just like huh I guess it's also because for this crew people it wasn't necessary to to prompt them to do that because enough people are are utilizing all sorts of things but mm-hmm. also that's essentially what most of that store was made of above so yeah um and so we have Elisa who gets the you're going home soundtrack and also the you're going home segment about why are you really here? Or what was your life like outside of Project Runway? Or what inspired you to apply for the yeah, show? We get a lot of backstory. <sighs> She's going to, she wants to make a dress for her daughter or inspired by her daughter, Calliope. Right. Yeah. Um, who I believe is the muse of music. Oh, I don't know. Yes. I think that, I think that Calliope, um, let me just, Let's look on the internet. <laughs> Is a Calliope the one with a harp? Uh, let's see. Um, she is the oh no, she's the foremost of the of the nine muses. Okay. Oh, she's a muse. Uh, she presides over eloquence and epic poetry. Huh. So called the ecstatic harmony of her voice. Oh, so musical. In a way, harmonious. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because we learned that it was her daughter who suggested that she apply for the show. Yes. And 
we just get layers. And not only did she do that, but she did that sort of because there was a previous opportunity for Elisa to start a t-shirt line. Mm -hmm. But while she was in the works with that, um, she traveled to London and got hit straight on by a sports car and had to spend an extended amount of time in the hospital and recovering from that. So her, so according to her, she sees her stint on Project Runway as an attempt to, she says, reclaim a life that she could have had if she hadn't been hit by that car. Yeah. Although she does narrate it in such a weird way. Mm-hmm. She, she, she sort of says it like, um, I received a full body. It's like a, it's, it's, it's it's like she hit the Porsche and not the other way around. Okay, yes. Like like she she goes she says something like I as a pedestrian I received a full pedestrian something or other. Yeah. You know, she was in a coma. I mean it's an it's an intense story. Yeah. I and I, um, I I thought about that because there are certain details the way she did word that was really strangely. Even even naming it as a Porsche, she was like I I collided into a Porsche head on or something like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I ran into a Porsche. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, okay. Are you saying a Porsche? Because th- it was going at like 60 miles an hour. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it's, or it I think like sometimes tra- when you have like a traumatic experience yeah. and you sort of work your way out of it, one of the ways that you do that is by like, okay, I, what do you remember? I remember stepping off the street mm-hmm. then this happened and this happened do you remember the Porsche? Do you remember yeah. the, you know, I mean, it's anyway. Yeah. Um, I, but yes, yeah. it is. It's, it's an, it's an intense story, but it's also um, not presented in like a super exploitative way. No, no, not at all. I mean, I, for me, I thought about even how she's pre- she, she was kind of occupied, preoccupied by where can I do yoga? And mm-hmm. I thought of that as that's probably yeah. something that she does yeah. for therapy and also pain management, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. So all of that kind of was, you know, there it was tying certain things about her apartment life together. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was. We yeah. also see her go to the sewing machine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, remember that there was like this whole big thing about her only hand sewing and never using the machine. And... Huh, I missed that. Wow, that, yeah, that's great. Just a little bit. But still. Yeah. It's significant for Elisa. Yeah. So, hmm, interesting. Okay. So, let's see here. Then we have like. You know, a... No, go you, ahead. You, no, I was going to say it's just that we go into like a general, like. Um, you know, work around the around the workroom. How's everybody doing? And then we get a little zoom in on like Christian thinks he's better than everybody else. Christian whispers underneath his breath all the time. And this last week was fierce. This week is fabulous. Mm. And yeah, everyone hates Chris Christian. <laughs> Kevin is sick and tired and and has, you know, resorted to talking to the producers he's like listen i know you guys cut up my talking heads all the time that's why in every single interview that you give me i'm gonna i'm gonna say it over and over again that um i'm going to off him Mm -hmm. i hate him (laughs) ricky hates christian he's like oh my god he's just 
so arrogant and and especially coming off of a win last week christian is insufferable this mm. today there are this there's this wonderful moment and this is where i kind of like got my tagline from because elisa's in the mirror trying on her sleeves and christian from all the way across the workroom was like elisa where are the sleeves going like, <laughs> yeah and then Kevin, can we not have like Reese's pieces as buttons? That's kind of ugly. You need to take it off. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, man. So, but we also have a contrast to to Christian because I think he's basically almost done with his garment. And then we have Sweet Pea, where Christian is, you know, this singular thinking person who forges ahead. And then we have Sweet Pea, who is constantly changing her mind this episode and second guessing mm-hmm. herself. And I mean, with three hours to go, it's sort of she's just starting over on something again, just as Tim comes in for critique time. Yeah, it's like Sweet Pea was cast because she can make like 500 different anxious expressions. <laughs> Yeah, she bites her nails. She rubs her face a lot. Yeah, she yeah. she sweats on yeah. it, and then she's yeah. just like, "Man, sweet pea." Um, she she does that thing where she steps back and she looks at it. Um, she moves around a lot, and she's making this this piece that she really isn't liking, and from every angle walks around her mannequin and then adjusts it and then mm-hmm. Tim comes in and she's on something completely different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well Christian has basically talked her out of the crockery waistband. Man, and the, where is there are pots had, in there? She had like a circle skirt with yeah. um with uh pink uh bears <laughs> sewn onto it. Or blue blue fleece bears. Yes. <laughs> we're going to be sewn onto it. And Christian talked her out of that. And so she started something else. Yeah. I didn't hate it. But that's relative to what she ended up showing Tim. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I didn't think it was that terrible. But I did I did marvel at her finding pots. And I'm like, hmm. What are... You found ceramics in the Hershey's? I, I think they were coffee mugs. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, so with three hours to go, Tim walks into the workroom wearing the same suit, I think, without a tie, mm-hmm. and first goes up to Victoria. So this is like, you know, the first time I'm really paying attention to what Victoria is making, and it is ruffle mania. <laughs> it is a highway of silver ruffles on made out of York patties, peppermint patties, mm-hmm. and... um yeah, but it's it's crazy because Tim is like, so what are you doing? She goes, yeah, I'm making this thing that I basically hate. The more that I work on it, the more I hate it. But, you know, I'm going to just do it. I'm just going to forge ahead and finish it, um, which is interesting. Like, she really does not like her dress, but she's, you know, just just it. Yeah, just it looks it. like an, an inside out maid's uniform. Yeah, with all the seams showing. <laughs> it It's it's this really weird um it yeah it's this it you know how like a couple of weeks ago um she was like you know uh i'm the sort of person like when ricky says to me about like i should put these darts in the bust 
I sit with that and I think about it and then I realize it's a good idea. It's like <laughs> no one is has said to, like <laughs> like has said to her this thing that she shouldn't turn she shouldn't reverse all of this fabric. Yeah. Yeah. And so that she could sit with it and later on decide that it was her idea and that it was a good thing. Yeah. So instead she's stuck with like the kind of not very good choice that she made to begin with. Right. Yeah, there's no one there to stop her or save her from herself or battle with her in the way she needs mm-hmm. to get out of this, like, just horrible thinking. And I, I, I want to know what was the spiral. It looks like a it looks like a ruffle spiral where she was sitting at the machine and she's like, you know what? I want to make a ruffle. Let's make it. Let's actually make five ruffles. And then she just yeah. went from there. Um, yeah. And then I will drape them. Yeah. And then I'm going to make more ruffles because that's yeah. where my, my brain is right now, even though it looks awful and I hate it. Yeah. Next we have Rami and mm-hmm. Tim asks, so what is this? It's like, well, it's meant to be fun, futuristic and very girly with an edge. And Tim goes, it's Jillian. I get it. Right. <laughs> Which is, you know, I think Rami has only gotten uh stellar reviews from tim so far we're in episode six Mm -hmm. so you know i think tim is like i don't need to worry about you let's let's i'm gonna go over here and just kind of goo goo gaga over what you're making and then i'll move on to the next person Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, because next we have elisa she's making i don't i didn't write down exactly what she said but sort of like a macabre gretel from hansel and gretel right which is a little weird because it's like, okay, well, Gretel's the sister who pushes <laughs> the witch in the oven. Yes. Okay. But, like, what's a macabre version of that? Because <laughs> that's already pretty macabre. Exactly. I'm like, they get um, kidnapped. Isn't that enough? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's they're with, they're with Hansel. And then it's like... So is that supposed to be related to the to the story, the fairy tale story? Because the house is made of cake. Yeah, because it's sweets. A, yeah, okay. I think <laughs> it's not. It's not very clear. No, it's not. Especially since because I was thinking, okay, she's trying to go towards the the you know the morbidity of this fairy tale, you know, just kind of how fairy tales are. They're awful with, but you tell them the kids at night, blah, blah, blah. But the, the truth is like, Oh, this isn't this a terrible thing. So maybe the sinister side of candy, which I'm surprised. I was surprised at since she was so happy that they were at the Hershey kisses store. And so this is sort of, it felt forced, but also if it's for your, it's also inspired by your daughter and it's sort of for your daughter and it felt very lovely, but now it seems like you're forcing this other concept on top of it. But, um, yeah, I, it, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think, like, um, you know, the truth is that there is, a, like, a sort of fashion movement that does completely deal with this. And, it's, and it would really be, like, kind of gothic Lolita fashion. Mm-hmm which has been around since at least the eighties, if not, if not earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and, you know, sort of blends those influences of like a kind of dark, 
take on a fairy tale world. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, the truth is that I think Elisa has kind of come up against her ability to conceive and pattern a garment. Mm-hmm. So even though she's saying that she wants to do this, like, like the sorts of patterning tricks that somebody could use to tell that story. Um, I don't think that she has access to. Okay. That is, oh, you know, yeah. I feel like that's, that's generally what tends to happen. And I, and looking back to what that dress looked like, it does sort of look like the very first dress she made on the show. Yeah. From the front, you know? Um, yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So she's sort of like retrofitting, but also putting a, a story on top of it. But it's yeah, like, okay. I mean, it's a it's a slip dress basically. It it is a little bit more fitted at the bodice, but but she's but really she's kind of like making a slip dress. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so she's struggling a little bit, and I think and and Tim essentially tells her what he says all the time: just kind of clean it up, but also it's make it less messy, make sure it's finished. And yeah. and then he moves on to Jillian, who is nervous. So she tells Tim, Tim, don't get nervous. I'm constructing this corset like a bodice. I'm worried about time, Tim. And and she's like showing him. It sort of looks like a bat, <laughs> like a red, a red bat. Ernest. Huh? Ernest, I love you. She's from but... Long Island, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. I'll get better. I don't know what part of Long Island you think that is? I'm studying her because it's her accent is so subtle. I love it. Like I love it when it comes out. So I'm putting it where she's not putting it. So I'm I'm going in so incorrect. <laughs> I will get it down because you know I'm not going to let this go. <laughs> I, I support you in that endeavor. I'm just, I just want to gently remind you when you do have some distance yet to cover. <laughs> I, I, I have no doubt that you'll get there. I will. I'll do it. I'll get it. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm doing like a Betty Boop impersonation and not like a re- like I sound like a cartoon. I know. I know it's more like a cartoon <laughs> from the fifties, like a weird, like fifties cartoon character. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to do Jillian. Right. I'm going to get it. Um, yeah. Because who knows? I feel like I've lived in New York long enough that I sort of have like a slight accent now. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> the way I hear myself speak. I'm like, am I from LA? Wow. How long have I lived here? Anyway. So anyway, but yeah, so we have Jillian here and she's just, freaking out and she knows that she knows what tim's gonna say it's like you are doing what i'm worried (laughs) yeah i'm i'm concerned yes go 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 (laughs) so okay so we go to someone so we go to sweet pea who's also having a, a rough time has started over completely and she tells Tim, she's like, I tried to make a print. Now I'm making a new skirt. And Tim points at it and it's like, it looks like 
a coffee filter or a maxi pad and mm-hmm. and sweepy just falls back <laughs> yeah and she hears that it's like the worst thing you could say and i was just like man you know maybe if you just go full on into you know menstruation just embrace Somehow you can embrace the menstruation somehow, sweet pea. But she's like, "Oh no, dear God, no!" I, I'm no. told chocolate's great for cramps. You know, um, so is like you know, uh, sugar, coffee. Uh-huh. You know, just just, you just I'm like, there's so many things about it. Like, it's totally fine if it looks like a maxi yeah. pad. I mean, it's 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 basically she's reached for a material that has zero readability from the runway. Yeah, yeah. And and she's trying to make up for it by, like, gluing a bunch of things down in a pattern onto it. So it's not not looking good. No, no, no. She was doing a lot better an hour ago. Yeah. Um, So Tim leaves, and it's an hour until the end of the day. So we have, you know, lots of running around. And the drama really is around Jillian because Rami is enjoying himself i think rami's done chris is taking a nap <laughs> right so we get so here is the origin story of the christian <laughs> is outraged that large people sleep <laughs> I... <laughs> like we get, uh... we, get the, <laughs> we get the foreshadowing <laughs> of something that will like you know, blossom into a full-fledged theme. Yes. Ten seasons later. Yes, it's a. This is a form. Wow, we are seeing the most <laughs> formative time for one young yeah. Christian Siriano. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't even like. Yeah. Oh man. So. <laughs> so we have you know, Jillian who's struggling with, I think her skirt, and she picks it up. She's like, oh. I pick it up and everything falls off. Her negative thoughts are on hyperdrive. Anyway, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, anything is possible with her, but um, it, except for now, like it's, she's sort of like at her wits end and she's, she's so scared in her, in her like, <laughs> like Jillian way. Like it's, it's like we have sweet pea freak, freak out. We have Jillian freak out and it's sort of like, there's yeah. so it's like night and day. Um, all right. So anything else before we, we hit the, the day of the runway? Nope. They all head out. Trooping out the door. Yeah. And then we get to the next morning. Right. Um, Elisa, you know, basically says that her goal today is to be safe. And I think Jillian is talking to a producer, it looks like, because she's like, oh, I just... I'm so scared. I'm so scared. And then Sweet Pea's on the side going like, huh? Jillian? Are you talking to me? And I was like, oh, right. wow. <laughs> That's when I noticed. I was like, is Jill... So Jillian's talking to a producer. She's not talking to Sweet Pea. But, you know, they're all just sort of getting ready to go back into the workroom. Mm-hmm. And they finally get there. And um, I have to say, I mean, it's like, it's sort of like a, they get two hours of right. everything. Which is interesting because sometimes they get four, sometimes they get five, they get two hours a day and it's the same drama. And Chris is looking at Jillian and just kind of shaking his head and and sharing 
um, his own war stories of working with food. <laughs> right, right. Because Chris knows it's really hard to cover a lot of area with, yes. you know, narrow thing that's hanging there. Is this where we get Christian first um, delivering this phrase that he sort of became famous for? Uh, this, uh, in this season, which, oh, which one is it? Is it the, is it the thing that they've been repeating over and over again? The hot, um, slur mess. Oh, they, you know, wait, did they say that last week? I think he started that last week. I, I mean, I don't, I, 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 I remember hearing him say, oh, it's a hot mess. It's a hot mess before, yes. but this is the first time that I heard. Yes. He said, he said, it's a hot blank mess in here. I'm so yeah. tired. You know, or no, I wrote in my notes that I'm so tired of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I because I think we get a lot more of it as the season progresses. Ugh, great. And it is not cute. It's not. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm sure that is, I mean, I remember during the season, people really remarking on it, but I think also subsequently Christian has been like, you know, sufficiently informed that it is, you know, it is not a cool term. Yeah. It is derogatory. Yes. And yeah. as a cisgender person, that's, you know, really inappropriate for him to use it. Yeah. Um, but I just, it stuck out at me because we were sort of, it was, this was the first time that I remember hearing it on the season. Yeah. And, and I, I remember how associated he, he was with it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I was totally out of the loop on that conversation. Um, the first go around. And for this one, it stood out because I, I, he was referring to just like what a mess the workroom looked like. And it, yeah. make any it just doesn't make any sense like why you know I, it's you guys are dealing with candy and it's an unconventional challenge and that one the first episode it was just filled with fabrics you know it's mm -hmm. it's always it's a workroom it's always yeah really really you know whatever yeah anyway yes um so running oh around God, two hours to, to go yes um chris is already done he's talking to his model um, Jillian is, has, um, roped her model into hand sewing, um, Twizzlers onto the skirt. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, uh, so she, she benefits from having, uh, a model who knows how to hand sew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause her model was, it's, she was like, listen, listen. If you win, I win. And it, right. was a, it was a sweet moment, um, even though if yeah. it's not 100% true, because Jillian could choose another model. But also, I would say, like, for that model, I think she she has Jillian for the rest of the competition. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. And I, I kind of like that, because it, I also see that Jillian really wasn't up for asking for help right. at all. And that there are other people in the room who would easily ask for help if they were ever in her situation. Right. Um, like, Ricky. I mean, she probably <laughs> could have gotten like, like if she had asked Chris, I bet Chris would have done it. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, 
And Do you think Christian but, would have helped her? No, Christian would never. Have yeah, helped no, her. probably not. I I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay, so it's time to head for the runway. Tim comes in and you know really really has to coax everyone out, and Jillian yeah. is the last to leave with her model. Yeah, Sweet Pea is gluing more stuff to stuff. Oh man. Ugh. All right. Okay, let's get to the runway so we can actually talk about their clothes. Yep. And listeners, this is when you can click on that link in the show notes and it'll take you to our Tumblr page where I've put up the cheat sheet for this week. And um, so so we meet the designers on the runway. We have Heidi, who's mm-hmm. wearing a really nice, simple red dress. It's great. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she notes a little bit more about the um the prize for the challenge or i would i would say other caveats of the challenge because not only was this con- unconventional which she has to state for the judges there but hershey's is auctioning auctioning off all of the looks or auctioned off all the looks is the past um and then all the proceeds went to benefit an organization called the young survival coalition which serves women who are um, coping with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she introduces our normie judges, which include Michael Kors, Nina Garcia. And then the guest judge is Tim Gunn's least favorite person on earth. <laughs> little it's... baby, little baby face, Zach Posen. Zach Posen. <laughs> such like, such like puffy cheeks. Just, just really mm-hmm. like, oh, look, look at those cheeks. Um, mm-hmm. Still a weird smile to me. I, I've always thought his smile was just very interesting looking. Yes. This is his audition. Yes, because he might be the future heir apparent to the Michael Kors chair. This is season four. So mm-hmm. so I, I also wonder about the other slate of guest judges that we had um, before. Because I'm like, oh, wow, I forgot Zach Posen was a judge on Project Runway before being a, oh, it was a guest before he was a, an official judge. So let's see how he does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start the runway. And we start off with Ricky. Uh-huh. And okay. I actually liked this outfit. I hate yeah. bubble skirts. I think I hated them all the time. I hated them when they were in. Um, But I, I really, I thought this was probably the, the, the most well-made thing that he's made um and yeah i just i thought it was great that's all <laughs> yeah i mean you have to be super tall to make it work okay that's the trick <laughs> i was like who wears this but it was always in the store i think i tried buying one once um it was something that was sort of like a toned down version at like banana republic factory and i never wore it it was just mm-hmm. beyond i was like i was like what, are you, what were you thinking it was on sale, but I'm like, no, not made for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but a cute top. Used mostly fabric like materials, and I and I yeah. guess maybe some foil like stuff for the bodice. Well, that's those. Those are the pillows. <coughs> Sorry. That's right. Um, silver lame. Uh, okay. I think there were silver lame Hershey Kisses pillows. Okay. Wow, they had great fabric in there. Yeah. Just fun things. Yeah. Um, so. Next is Chris. Next is Chris, who, so Chris and Ricky kind of played around, I would say, and Kit. Like, a lot of them 
use the words and use the word Hershey and the logo to make these yeah. really interesting graphic prints. And I, I really like this one too. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing that, that Chris does here that's smart is that, um, the difference between his and Ricky's is that Ricky uses the fabric to um, separate out different parts of the dress. So like you get skirt and bodice. Yeah. Chris, like look at where the logo sort of falls on her. Right. Like that it, it sort of, you know, starts uh, across the bus line and is like super straight mm-hmm. and then hits um, like at the midpoint of her hip. Yeah. So that you still get skirt below it, but it doesn't feel like it's a separate garment. It feels like it's all one thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's a, he uses that shape to sort of tie her together. So it, it looks like a for real dress. Yeah. It's very simple. It's streamlined yeah. and yeah, it's, it's, I, it's neat. It's a neat way of, yeah. of organizing that. Um, yeah. And so next we have Kit. Right. And and so Kit does what Ricky did, right? It's yeah. like there's there's like a separate skirt, there's a separate top that's a bodice, that's a like you know, the the all the Kit Kat wrappers. Mm-hmm. Um I like what she did with the skirt more than what what Ricky did. Yeah. Yeah. I even like I, I liked, you know, sort of like, mm-hmm. I don't know, look like grommets around the waist, mm-hmm. which I would love to know how she made that, what that was. Um, yeah. Yeah. She does like a much punkier thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's a pleated skirt rather than, mm-hmm. you know, like a bubble thing that he made. But yeah. it's um, it's very much kit. It's interesting mm-hmm. that she was so obsessed with the Kit Kat part that um, she didn't make the whole dress in as a Kit Kat thing, uh, which mm-hmm. is which is totally fine. But um, yeah, I thought it was really really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so next we have Elisa, right? Who it's this is not good. It's confusing, as they would say. I'm. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm confused. Take, with, uh, take, take me through this. <laughs> I mean, with, yeah, exactly. Like with this outfit. So on the cheat sheet, um, it's for her and, and Kevin. I, you know, I use the poses that they, they hit at the very back. Um, and it's sort of, you know, so unnecessary. The sleeve parts are unnecessary. And even, the other colors that she stuffed in the bodice, like around the bust line mm-hmm. were really unnecessary. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think, I think. Right. But she... if you take all that away, it's just a brown, like it's a brown velvet baby doll dress. Yeah. Yeah. With an asymmetrical hem. Right. That is odd. And that's, I'm just kind of shocked that she didn't use anything else. And I know that they said, make something wearable but this was i mean the very first episode she had 
you know, a, a slurry of fabric just kind of pooing from behind. And, and it, it this just didn't have any um, right. creativity there. It, I think that's mostly why yeah. I was so confused. Uh, just very strange. Um, she did not use the logo very well. The logo is on the, on the back and it's just kind of cut up without much mm-hmm. thought. Uh, yeah. All right. Next we have Kevin. <coughs> Who's who has made basically boring fashion separates. Yeah. It was just ugh, gross. It was, ugh. what did I write? I wrote, um, he says, Oh, it's so elegant. I want to, I want to make, you know, chocolate wrappers look classy. And I was like, you know, Oh, right. Oh, we missed the earlier thing where he was like, you know, I don't make these like avant-garde. Clothes, yeah. I make right? With, normal like, the smash clothes. Cuts to Christian. Yeah. yeah. It's boring. It's cause he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to make like a skirt, a top and a little bolero. And I was like, Oh, a bolero. Um, and I think it's are are we to be impressed that you made three pieces? I'm not impressed because you probably do this all the time, mm-hmm. and you could have used your skills more more effectively in a single piece that was more interesting than this. Um, yeah, puts the twenty one in forever twenty one. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> I'm not chiming in on that. I'm just gonna let you have that. <laughs> Um, and then off to Christian. Yes. Next we have Christian. And I, I like this piece Mm -hmm. and I think it's so, I would have loved, so spoiler alert, this is safe, you know, because I want, I want Heidi to talk about what she thinks of the side boob. That's all I want to hear Heidi talk about on this dress. (laughs) Because, um, it's, it's hanging off her. So the model you know, she looks great in it. I think the texture is interesting. And, you know, he's lucky that his little fingers work so quickly. But um, also that his model isn't incredibly busty. But, uh, you know, I was more concerned about it staying up on her than anything right. else. Well, he chose her. I know. Oh, it's Lee. At the beginning That's of the I forgot. Top model yeah. Lee. Yes. So... What did you think? Uh, <laughs> I think it's a smart move because it reads um, it reads as an interesting texture from the um, you know from the uh, when you're seated and looking at it on the runway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's yet another one of these like give me a high collar and a sort of ruffled shirt. Yeah. Look. Yeah. That he's been doing, you know, this sort of like um, almost Mary Poppins ish uh, silhouettes up top. Mm-hmm. So it's very consistent in that way. I think it's fi- I think it's fine. Yeah. I think that it's. Um, I I think he's a little frustrated that that um, it wasn't oud and odd over more. Mm-hmm. But it's but really when you look at it, it's like it's smart. It's a smart, safe choice that um, would exactly be middle of the road if you thought about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he could have added things onto it. I think it was fine. I think a, a, a less confident 
designer would have put like a a belt on it or something weird. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it was. It was I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next we have Sweet Pea. Oh, Sweet Pea. And uh, this. Wait, wait. Do we have? Oh yeah, we do have Sweet Pea. Yeah, Sorry. Sweet Pea's next. I thought her model looked broken, like just like a broken doll, sort of. Well, and also when you when like Sweepy's big solution to everything that's wrong with her dress is to have the her model come to the end of the runway and like throw some Hershey's kisses yeah. on the floor. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 which is like couldn't she just like wave a big sign that says, please don't cut me, I'll give you candy? <laughs> It's really, this is, this is, um, it was like, it was like extra credit. Give me extra credit. It's like, yeah. Or just like, please, (laughs) please. Like I turned in my horrible English assignment in the form of a sonnet. So can I get a C? (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) It's like, which you owe me a thousand words. What is this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, um, but it's in the form of a sonnet. So could I pass? (laughs) (laughs) It's like you, you, you did it, but just be anyway, I could go on all day with this. Okay. Cause we've, it's, it's awful. It's terrible. It, it, it looks unfinished. It's so simple and boring and oh, sweepy. I mean, which is like considering it's practically the third outfit that she's made in what in a day. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. It's the same. I think she made the same three dresses though, just did different things to the surface. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Sweepy. But I I I will tell you a. I will tell you a secret of teaching, which you may already know. <laughs> but sometimes there are people where you sort of sit there and go like, all right, what is the good of failing this person? <laughs> it is not, it's not going to help them figure out what the issue is. Mm-hmm. It's not really going to like demonstrate anything to anybody. It's not like there's no benefit. There's no real use or benefit to be had from failing this person, even though the work is really not quite there. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, and this isn't that dire, but it is it's it's um, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's sort of like there are other more pressing issues and perhaps. You know, it's uh, this is someone who is worth a little bit of encouragement in Mm -hmm. letting them come back. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. All right. Next, we have Rami. And it's a, you know, it's a poppy dress. It's Mm -hmm. got color, probably the most color we've seen because we've been seeing a lot of brown and and um, maybe like maybe Kit's dress was also pretty colorful yes and so um yeah it's sort of an exciting little light here Mm -hmm. and just to you know just a note about the cheat sheet so i went between the 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 old reddit 
um, thread. So some of these are on Reddit and when it's on Reddit, they do this, you know, um, uh, far away and then mid range and then they do the back, which I appreciate, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find them for all of the looks. So the ones that I could find, I put them on the cheat sheet that way. Yeah. But yeah, it's got light. <laughs> and well, it's a well-engineered dress. Yes. It's made which... so well. Yeah, which is which is why when I was saying that thing about Elisa being up against the limits of her pattern making ability, yeah, it's like you know, the first thing that we saw of Rami was draping, mm-hmm. but this is really not a draped dress. This is like a conceived pattern. Yes, yeah, that is that is really engineered, um, and and when you know how to do that as well, you can make. You can sort of play with design language in a yeah. way that you can't when you're when when everything is super intuitive. Right. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, because in in thinking of that, I you know, you do you you pattern on paper, and the way he has worked those strats because you can see mm-hmm. the back on the cheat sheet, and um, you know there is like it looks like there is some some vinyl to kind of hold that together mm-hmm. so even in thinking about how to reinforce and making this something that is you know it's the underlying part of it is mostly paper and wrapper <laughs> which is essentially some type of like plastic paper um you know he's just really really reinforced it in a way that just it holds its shape and it's it's mm-hmm. just so cute it's great yes um next we have jillian Yes. That model, I thought, was a risk taker because in my head, I'm like, do I remember this runway where she comes out and she walks very gently and carefully because you don't want to lose any Twizzlers? Did Twizzlers fall off of this outfit? No, she came out twirling around like a showgirl mm. from the 20s. She was just flapping it um, yeah. because she was like, I sewed this so I know they're going to stay on. <laughs> Well, that is also, that's the thing that utterly saves Jillian, is the fact, is the motion that these things have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And also that she was smart enough to pick, like, an underlying um, uh, red fabric so that when she wasn't able to really cover everything with the Twizzlers, it didn't look like a mistake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, gosh, that, that dress. <laughs> she just, yeah, it was, it was such a mm-hmm. smart, smart, smart move. Um, mm-hmm. Jillian does great with red. Yeah. Um. All right. So the model drop kicks that down the runway, and it stays together. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Victoria. Hmm. And what Victoria's model is doing is she's. Uh, walking down the runway so on the cheat sheet she strikes a pose and her her hands are up and she's wearing this roughly peppermint patty thing for some reason victoria had in her head that she wanted her to embody the persona of a of an quote-unquote ice princess Mm -hmm. um i didn't really care about it it's just that the it made her outfit look even more like a costume so i think the walk really put into just how i don't know the i don't understand what's happening with the bodice here but it just you know felt like a costume and it emphasized that the walk emphasized it 
Yeah, I mean, the, the walk feels like another arbitrary decision on top of a whole series of arbitrary decisions mm. that do not seem geared to highlight what might be strong about this dress. Hmm. Not that there's so much strong about it, but like every place where Victoria could have made a move to sort of refine and clarify it, there's like another odd thing sort of tacked on. Yeah. Like the asymmetry of the neckline. Right. And the some of the stuff is reversed and some of it is not. And then the way that the model carries herself, it's like, what? Like none of these things... Like, okay, yes, if it was going to be about, like, ooh, peppermint patty, frosty coldness, mm-hmm. um, ice princess, then make her a for real princess dress out of that stuff. Right. And so that she can be regal, not, like, an odd wounded crane. <laughs> yeah. So that it, it makes sense at least to... Even the use of the logo, there's so so many things that she could have done with that. Even that, because she cut the logo in half and put it on that middle tier there, where it's like, why even put it there? Why even include that? Why couldn't you just use the part that's all silver? Right. Because it seems even more haphazard. So. Yeah. Yeah. Un- yeah. Clear. Yes. All right. So that's the end of the runway. And they bring everybody out. And then it's time to call out the safe people. Mm-hmm. The people who are safe, it's Ricky, Christian, Kit, and Kevin. Christian is pissed. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Serious. Some serious stink eye. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure in his head, he's like, mine was, you know, mine was the least ugliest. Like, everyone else here is so ugly right. except for mine. Right. Um, so we're left with Rami, Elisa, Jillian, Victoria, and Chris and Sweet Pea. Mm-hmm. And we start with Rami. Um, and I think I think it's Zach who starts off. He goes, good work. Good work. Yeah. Yes. No, I think it's it's really, really great. And, you know, really well made. It's structured and blah, blah, blah. And um, Michael Kors calls out sort of how it also is exuberant and kind of plays around with the charm that they expected to come with a challenge that's based off of a chocolate candy store. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, because I, because after Michael Kors says this, everything else that Zach Posen says, I think includes the word charm and uh, a whimsy and chocolate and the fun. And- we hear a lot about the fun yes. and the joy of candy. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause Michael Kors said it. Um, yeah, but they really like, they, they liked Rami. This is great. Mm-hmm. Next is Elisa. And she says something yes. different here because at first it was for Calliope, her daughter. And then it was about, which it could also have been about this macabre idea of Gretel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says that it's she just wanted to make an amazing sexy dress that felt like candy but wasn't made of candy and you know it's it's the opposite of Rami essentially there's no joy mm-hmm. in this dress right so um, 
And also, I love yeah. how Michael Kors is looking at the swimmies on her arms, and he, it's like she looks like she's got shower curtains for sleeves, and she's like, "Yeah." Or shower shower caps. Oh, shower caps. Okay. Right. <laughs> shower caps for sleeves. Yeah. And she's like, "Yes, that's what I meant to do." Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, there's a like you you know that the most withering um uh, things that uh that that michael can say about anything is if they if he talks about anything associated with middle-aged suburban women <laughs> including shower caps <laughs> yeah right cuz like like this is like a this is a thing and i think it's kind of brilliant because I would say that, like, Michael Kors' entire brand is built on convincing middle-aged suburban women that they are not middle-aged suburban women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what that brand feels like to me. Hmm. And that it's, and it, and that it's really that thing about, like, um, I'm going to teach, I'm going to make you anxious about the thing that I will then give, you know, provide you with the escape route away from. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Kind of, kind of creating a need by, um, mm -hmm. you know, pointing out something that you actually don't lack, but making you think that yeah. you lack it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Michael, Michael didn't like make his business the size that it is by turning down sales to the mothers of the bride. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's dressed a lot of mothers of the bride. Yeah, no, that that's who he's inspired by essentially. Um, huh? Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree with that. I mean, I, <laughs> the shower, the shower caps, man um and i i kind of i ooh, no no because i i i just because i'm i'm going back to it on 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 the video here is mm -hmm. i i really am surprised that they didn't tell her to take them off just so that they could see what it would look like without them on her arms i um, mean you can sort of see what it they what it would look like without them i mean that's the yeah. thing it's like they're such weird add-ons <laughs> the thing i will say is that I believe, like, I, I think that Michael represents a very particular kind of middle brow taste. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I believe that he's genuinely impressed with Elisa's, like, the universe that she's from. He's, yeah. Talk about like speaking it, the language. Yeah. It's like, it's like, he's, he's very like, we speak. To we have totally different aims in mind, mm -hmm. but I'm amazed that you can sort of do what you do. I'm not, I, it's, it's not anything that's ever going to be rewarded in this competition, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to treat you like you're an idiot. Right. Doing it. Yeah. Like he does, he definitely gives her credit for like her you know, approach and what she thinks about things. Mm -hmm. He's not disdainful of it. No, no. Which is something I really, really appreciate. 
and it, yeah. and he's done that you know from the very first episode you know just just kind of yeah i don't know like he's just very respectful no matter what and especially yeah. with lisa who's um you know he was able to kind of track her and one of the reasons why this was such a disappointment he's like i you know you you know they've seen better she can she could have done better but also just her I'm also wondering if he noticed something in her what I called it I called her artist statement because whenever she Mm -hmm. introduces her work she introduces her work in an artist statement format and this was the first time that I didn't believe what she was saying not only because she has changed it throughout the episode, mm-hmm. but because her, she's like, I just wanted to make an amazing, sexy dress. I'm like, I don't think that's, that right. sounds very different from, from who you presented um, yeah. to us. So yeah. 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 Um, all right. So next we go to Jillian mm-hmm. and we go from someone who didn't use any fun materials to someone who used, materials that they all love they're like oh my god it's edible it's candy this is fun and they loved it they they think it's great and michael kors calls it deliciously chic mm-hmm. nina garcia um thinks that it's like it's very playful and that it fits the model really really well it's just mm-hmm. you know i love the close-ups on this like how she shaped the twizzlers it's just mm-hmm. what a nightmare to put this together but you know, you know, okay, full disclosure, Jillian was my favorite <laughs> the first time around <laughs> on this season. I just, I, I, uh, you know, I thought this piece was weird looking. I thought the bodice was strange, especially with the, um, uh, the, the centerpiece, just having mm-hmm. that like sliver of skin. But I, I, but I do think that's what the judges really, really mm-hmm. enjoyed. Um, I, I was super rooting for Sweet Pea when this season first aired, mm-hmm. and and I've come to realize that I just don't think she's all that good. Oh. <laughs> but but it's more like it's more like I like the idea of her. Like yeah. there are certain types of designers who will always make me, uh, uh, you know, if I feel like they're sort of punkier or. Um, you know, particularly if they're a bit older, mm-hmm. I'm, I always want to root for that. Yeah. Um, but, but like looking at it now, I'm just kind of like, sweepy, there's just none of these, none of those things that I've seen her make so far have been exciting for me as, as, as garments. Yeah. Like I haven't really got to see more of them anyway. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. I mean, I, I enjoy Sweet Pea, but in, in, in all of her angst, I think her angst makes yeah. me enjoy her even more. <laughs> yes. So, um, all right. So next is Victoria. Well, wait, we get Chris. Oh, did I skip Chris? Yeah. I think you skipped Chris. Oh no. Okay. So next we have Chris. Who, right. Um, Oh, oh my gosh. So his, his model is styled beautifully, by the way. I this was I feel like she's the this is the best styling we've seen all season so far. Yeah. Yeah. It it was just so great. Also, of course, like she's super tall, so um it's it's even better. She's I think she's one of the taller models. But mm-hmm. 
I think we get it later, but I think Amy Winehouse was definitely definitely in the fashion zeitgeist in terms of her styling at this time. And um, because I, I, I think about like, she's got that, you know, high hair thing going on and with a large mm-hmm. earrings or, you know, which is sort yeah, of, yeah. you know, rock and roll. But I feel like there was a bit of that. I don't know. She just looked, she looked, mm-hmm. she looked amazing. She looked great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Zach is like, well, you really held back here. I wish you had gone further, Ugh. which which everybody kind of cracks up about because yeah. <laughs> Chris is like, Chris is like, okay, you just arrived here and you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, this is my favorite because he's like, you remember Joy Whimsy? I mean, where's the candy guy? Right? right. We're talking about candy, right? And they're like, wait yeah. a second. Um, and this is where I really, really appreciated Michael Kors's input because yeah. he's like, no, you th- you probably thought this is your wheelhouse, but yeah. you could easily, easily go to where we know you can go. And so for us to see this side of you that's streamlined and it's yeah. very wearable and well-made is that's that's I, I just I just really loved this here and hearing and having them give Chris's feedback because um it was such a yeah. smart and mature way to approach this because he does work with these materials and yes. since he worked with those materials he knew I can't do this in 13 hours so I want to do this is what I want to do and I'm going to do right. it even though you're expecting me to do other things <laughs> yes and um and Nina pays him the her ultimate compliment oh yes which is, Which is... <laughs> go ahead. No, no, you do it. No, you do it. No. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, this is she sat, and I could take her right now and photograph her for the cover of Elle. Yes. <laughs> she, yeah. She is L editorial ready. <laughs> yes. Yes, which is the best kind of ready. It's so great. And I'll, whenever Nina says that, I'm like, that means they win, right? It's over. Yeah. <laughs> so so now we go to Sweet Pea. Yes. Now we go to Sweet Pea. Aw, it's boring. <laughs> yeah. And Nina, oh, probably the, the, the touch of death is she goes, comparatively to the rest, it looks easy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I think the other words were joyless. and uh sad very sad so so sweet pea gets to like feel even more anxious yeah as they all get sent off backstage um anything in judge's deliberation that you that that stood out at you or just kind of the cut twos so the cut to backstages when you know they're, they're talking about their favorites. So they talk about Chris mm-hmm. and like, oh, Chris was so sophisticated. Oh, it was amazing. And then cut to Chris just chowing down on chocolate backstage. <laughs> yeah. They're eating all yeah. the candy out of the bags now. Yeah. And then they go to Jillian's like Jillian's. Oh, so great. So well done. And then cut to Jillian tearing her hair out, playing like like she's like, oh, I'm going crazy. I just kind of love those interstitials. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's it. Did, did anything sound to you? No, that's that's sort of what I was thinking about, too, <laughs> that they're like and, and I, I've said it before, but it's amazing how little backstage area they have. I know. Season. 
They yeah. had they really hadn't worked that out at all. Because they were, were wasn't this at Parsons? Yeah. When they were fil- okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, you you'd see that like really cheap um, paper screen that they're sitting in front of. Yeah. It's yeah. like oof. This is so bad. <laughs> Rep times, bravo. Yeah. Um, all right. So they bring them back out. And it's time to announce the winner. Mm-hmm. So, Nalen, who is the winner? Well, the winner is Rami. Yeah. I was surprised. Uh, I f- forgot. I thought it was going to be Jillian. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, Jillian was definitely given that cut. Yeah. She was given the, oh my God, I'm in such terrible trouble. How will I ever get out of this to rapturous reception on the runway? Right, exactly. Um, but that wasn't enough for her to to end up with um, with a win. Yeah. But she is safe. She does look a little disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It's it's exhausting and right. yeah, especially right. since the shock of being in the top. It's like oh wow, maybe I could go all the way with yeah. this. Yeah, no, doesn't happen. And also the first announcement is to Chris that he's safe and right. and you can tell that Chris is also a little disappointed. Yeah, so close. Yeah. Um. All right, and then Nalen, who goes home? Well. Um, we get, we get whittled down Victoria. Like I couldn't remember this episode either myself. Like, like suddenly Victoria was safe and I was like, Oh, I kind of thought this was the episode she went home. But Mm -mm. but there's one notorious episode that I cannot wait for. I don't know what number it is, but I have it in my memory. Nope. Victoria says. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, you're, it's stronger in your memory than in mine. Um, and then, uh, and and so then it's down to Sweet Pea and um, and Elisa. Yeah. And it is Elisa's time to go. Yeah, and Sweet Pea is shocked because they call Sweet Pea and she and they're like, "You're in," and she kind of like hurls forward, like, "What?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She, she's convinced that she's out. Um, and what's really interesting about like all the rest of this mm-hmm. is I think Alisa's grace in relationship to this. Yes. Like I can't think of another uh, another eliminated contestant who like like you know a, a like as Sweepy goes out, she like leans over to kiss Alisa and Alisa says like as it should be mm-hmm. like, like she's totally doing the, yes, this is what the universe is presenting me with. Mm-hmm. And this, and this is obviously what needed to happen. Yeah. And so, you know, some of which I may agree or disagree with, but it's really interesting how thoroughly she is there with it. Yeah. And, and I think it's like a kind of rebuke to the way that, you know, all of that shocked, like, Oh my God, she's licking the fabric. Oh my God. Hmm. She's, She's like, she's cuckoo bananas. Like, what is she doing? This, like, all this, like, arty farty, like, blah, 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 blah stuff. But, like, her sort of groundedness throughout is a really interesting take on what it's like to be in a competitive reality show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and 
it really is interesting because we did get to hear her backstory about nearly dying, nearly passing mm-hmm. away. Um, you know, she has people in her life that are very important to her. Um, and has, and, and so she kind of, she, I, in my notes, <laughs> I wrote, she ashayed her way out of there. Yes. There is like a lot of ashays, um, which is something that we say at my family reunions a lot. Um, oh, really? well, when we, when we pour libations at the beginning of, um, like for instance, like a, like a family the the breakfast like the opening breakfast for our family reunions because that's when we talk about family members who have passed mm-hmm. and after and there's a ceremony and and there's like a call and response and Ashe is a part of that so when mm-hmm. when I heard it this time and even just sort of those I guess incantation is the word for it it was all yeah it was very spiritual throughout and mm-hmm. and I agree like even if I I don't agree with it or I don't understand it or if it's something that, um, you know, is, I don't know where it comes from. It just, you know, it doesn't really matter to me, Yeah. but, um, but it's, yeah, it's, it, cons- it's consistent and I, and I feel a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I understand more about that because also because of the story that, that yeah. they put in there. I mean, it's not my path, but I don't, I, I don't not believe that it's her path. Right. Yes. Like it does not feel put on to me. Nope. And I would say that in my like very brief experience of meeting her, that seemed like of a piece with who she who she is. Yeah. And and especially with the way she says goodbye to people at the end where she's Mm -hmm. you know, she's she said this phrase, like, now I'm I'm gone to wander outside. Not like I'm leaving or I'm going home. It's like I'm gonna go wander. I'm gonna wander out. Um it it just was intriguing and very beautiful i thought it was very beautiful <laughs> a beautiful way of saying goodbye yes only person who packs up their materials while still kneeling on the work table <laughs> that's right <laughs> i mean you know it's a surface <laughs> yeah well i mean it's it's the way that she worked all the way through the time on the show yeah yeah you know, like on the floor or on that. Yeah, it's just it, anyway, it's yeah. it's very um, I actually because I, I thought Sweet Pea was going to go. Um, I've, I do remember I do remember that Sweet Pea moves on. But just for this one, I I, I was like, you know, I kind of thought Sweet Pea, it could have been, been either of them. But um, it was it was. Elisa and it was just like I learned mm-hmm. so much about her in that elimination. <laughs> so Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, th- I guess that's the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um any final thoughts before we you know, say goodbye and I I have a little something to share this yeah. week. Yes. Which is I'm going to I'm going to put a a link in the chat. Yay! Um, my uh, my good friend Thor shared this with me. I hadn't I hadn't yet seen it, mm-hmm. but um, it is um, Walter Van Bierendorf's um, Spring Summer Twenty Twenty One collection. Um, and uh, I'm 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 gonna I'm I'm sending a YouTube uh, link. Okay. Um. It is a 11-minute video 
Um, and he, uh, he kind of, um, made a decision to do something given, uh, given where we are in the state of the world. I mean, his, his collections have always been, um, uh, motivated in, in part by his political beliefs, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and he he chose a really interesting way of thinking about um, presenting a collection, basically a, a, a Paris Fashion Week collection. Um, oh. uh, and so here here I'm I'm putting the link in. So um, uh, we can share that, folks. Take a take eleven minutes when you're <laughs> um, at home uh, and watch that. Um, and above and beyond that, I don't know. Do you have anything, anything else to, uh, yeah, to share? Yeah, Ernest? I do have something to share. I mean, cause so our, our lovely colleague, LaVon Hall, uh, who we both know mm, yes, um, yes. via ICP. So LaVon is coordinating online talks for the New York photo salon. Um, oh, and cool. she has been organizing their, their lecture series for a couple of years and now, because we are in the midst of, pand- of the pandemic, she has moved those talks online and created a YouTube page for them. And so she um, has asked; she's asking photographers to um, to to post a pro or to work with her to post a program. And so I'm the third photographer posted on the channel. So there are Fantastic. two other ones, and it's she's posting a, a new video every two weeks. And I know just personally working with her through this process, she's learning how to do this and she works incredibly hard. And I'm just, I'm so proud of her. It's such a, a, a strange new world YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, you know, the way she's formatting this is very brilliant, but it's a very straightforward slideshow and each photographer chooses what you get to show. And for me, I chose to mostly focus on like my overall work as an, as an introduction to what I've been making while in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so I have like lots of works in progress. So some works that are unfinished and and a sound piece. So so that link is also listed in our show notes. Also YouTube. So we got like two YouTube links to send. Yeah. <laughs> and that's um, it. Yeah. An- another thing that I just kind of want to put out there is that um, Brianna Taylor's Killers are still at large. Yes, they are. Um, if you, uh, have access to any sort of social media, it is, it, you know, take a couple of seconds and please, um, you know, seek out petitions, um, and, and, uh, and try to make your voice heard about, um, bringing her killers to justice. Yes. Um, I'm actually going to put a link to that in the show notes as well. Um, and, and I'm going, I'm, I'm, before I post this, I'm going to look for a couple of links. So it, you know, just click on those and sign your name, sign your petition, share it, um, Mm -hmm. and post it. So, um, ah, man. And then you can also find us on our social mediums and on our, in, in, in the interwebs and all those links are also in the show notes too. And Mm -hmm. again, um, please join us, um, at Gmail, send us in your emails. It would be so great to hear from y'all and how you're enjoying this season, this vintage look. And then, yeah, please do contact Yes, because I, because, um, I, I don't feel like I can say it enough, like doing things like doing this and getting to talk to you um, 
are um, keeping me within shouting distance of what we used to call sanity. Um, and this is like, as as snarky as I can be, this is sustaining and fun for me to be able to um, share this experience yes. uh, oh my with goodness. you all. So thank you for supporting it. And also, Ernest, thank you for making it happen. Aw. Thanks, Nalen. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's such a treat for me. I'm just like, oh, I'm so glad that Nalen and Patricio want to talk to me about this for so yeah. long. Just always so grateful for you both. We all um, we love each other. Man. And, and we need guys who are listening. Yeah. So. Grateful to y'all, too. And, I, you know, I just have to say, you guys are so funny and have wonderful takes and I again just let us know how you're doing and and how you're how you're enjoying the season and any any rants anything guys um, mm. old memories I especially like rants so just saying um <laughs> also just <laughs> and I just want to remind everyone I've put links to the episodes in the show notes as well so you don't have to you know dig around the interwebs to find the videos that we're, how we're watching this vintage season four season um, those are also in the show notes. So yeah. Aw, man. Nayland, so great to have you back. And so great to just kind of like hang out and just talk about the show that we both really love. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, thank you, listeners, as well. Take care of yourselves. Please continue to take care of one another. And um, until next time, we will both say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>